Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. Okay, folks, it is Tuesday, December 28th. It is time for, oh, I'm clenching, I'm clenching my heart and getting a little emotional because it's time for the final Tamas Island of 2020. One, it's Tuesday, December 28th. You're either listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform or you've joined us live at twitch.tv slash Thomas Island for uh, the live recording uh, that we do every week. I am your host, as always, folks, Ross W. Berman IV, the Folk City Hustler, the Culture Vulture, the Disruptor, whatever you want to call me this week, I will be that for you. We've got a, uh, a hell of a lineup today because we've got a lot to talk about. Welcome back to the island. Uh, she was on last week. She's on this week. So we can get into the NOAA NJPW news and everything else. Karen, Karen, how are you on this fine Tuesday? Like the black cat. I always come back. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> we, love, we love having you back, Karen. Thank you for, uh, thank you for, for, teaming up with us on this this fine tuesday and also speaking of teams, karen i want to see you get a, a black mask next time you come on that's it i better see a black cat mask i, I have a okay, Toronto mask and i and a Kyrie sane mask i don't know if either of those would work oh well we'll make something work we need to we need to have a mask edition of this show or wherever there we go. Got. i can get my i've got a, a a blue demon mask somewhere i can pull out but uh, Karen, the black cat, is not the only one that has joined us for this fine episode of Thomas Island. We also have John. John is back on the island. John, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm I'm here. I'm happy. And uh, usually I'm the one people ask to put a mask on. So this is this is refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's all right. You got a cool shirt on. Hey, yeah. this, is, uh, this, is, this is that Tampa Bay beach party that totally happened, right? Like, <laughs> we definitely didn't uh, lose out in the past uh, almost three years of, of activity. Nah, yeah, we're, to- we're, this takes place in the Thomas Island universe where COVID never yes. Yeah, man. I'm from yes. the multiverse. I, I've got that. I got that swag from that beach party that happened. <laughs> the, the multiverse got, of men. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Tom. No, hey, hey, John, like I, I told you before we came on the show, we're going to hold it. We're going to have it. But we're going to have it on the metaverse. Okay, uh, right. we're going to have it. We're going to go in there and, and enjoy in the metaverse. Anybody down? We should how, how are you going to you gonna, gonna buy me a beer on the metaverse? I, with, I want uh, NFTs. With, 
I'll give you an NFT beer. <laughs> oh, right. It's gonna be. Remember? Do you remember the yeah. app? Remember the app on your phone where you would like you would tip it sideways and it would act like you were drinking a beer? I it's do gonna be. Remember that? It's gonna be like that. It's, that's that's the NFT version of getting uh, getting a beer. But uh, yeah, we've got John with us drinking his his NFT beer, and of course, it wouldn't be Thomas Island if we didn't have the this week the very festive. Tama oh. Claus. Tama, how are you on this hey, fine, fine Tuesday? We got, we got this long-ass introduction and nobody said Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Huh? Christmas. Merry Christmas. I know it's already done, but we can still say it, right? We, 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 <laughs> yep. Karen, what did you say? January 5th is the last day you could say. Uh, uh, right? January 19th. January 19th. Yeah. Dang, that's even longer. Yeah, yep, we're talking we, about the epiphany here. Yep, we had John get get all ecumenical with us before we uh, started the show. He he was going through the whole calendar. I asked my boy, the we call him, we call him Il Papa, you know, the Pope. I asked him. He said it's cool. <laughs> you asked. He asked. He asked Pope Francis himself, yeah. "What is the deal with uh, Christmas? How long is it supposed to go?" Pope Francis told him. Uh, he just called him up. Uh, hey, Francie yeah. boy. <laughs> hey, Frankie, to... hey, Frankie boy. Yeah, like Dean Martin. <laughs> hey, 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 Frankie. So uh, this this Christmas thing. How long? Uh, how long are we doing this? Because I know we had the. Twenty-five hey. days beforehand. How long are we doing it after? Uh, hey, January nineteenth. Forget about it. Forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> speaker, you heard him. He was on speaker. You heard him with voice. Yeah. The Pope just went gangster on us. All right, yeah. cool. <laughs> I mean, look. If you've been paying attention to this Pope, he's a pretty gangster Pope. He's coming out saying like, "Hey, look, extramarital affairs aren't the worst thing you can do in the world." Uh, he's he's a he's he's a cool Pope. He's he's a, to to put it bluntly, I think he's a pope that fucks uh let's <laughs> ah damn <laughs> i wasn't ready i'm gonna give 10 points to ross for that one he caught me oh, off guard i like that <laughs> I, am, I, I am on what my mother refers to as the sled to hell and i'm enjoying my front row seat Man, um, pope is the 69th <laughs> Oh man! Yes. Okay. Hey. Well. Oh, hey. Man. We're all. There's a car going straight to hell. Four of us as well. Well, Karen's not in it, but. but no, Ross man. I'm navigating. I have to sit in the <laughs> front. She's staying nice. She's staying nice and silent to make sure we don't lose the Catholic. You got that. Of the Thomas Island. Got that Google map up there. All right. Let's go. Oh man! Enough in about the. Five minutes. You will turn right. Straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> all right enough about the pope enough about christmas we gotta talk wrestling it's the thomas island podcast we got a lot to talk about uh this this week as we talked about last week there is a big big week of wrestle kingdom shows coming up we got three big shows january 4th and 5th i feel like we we pretty much covered last week today we will be getting more into january 8th more into njpw versus noah and more into who some of these noah personalities are are going to be but before we do that let's talk about january 4th because it has been announced that katsuyori shibata not only is he returning to the ring on january 4th he will be wrestling in a catch wrestling rules match they have added an official stipulation of this still no opponent announced but it has been announced that uh, the match will be your basic pinfalls submissions disqualifications countouts strikes will be completely barred that's where the catch wrestling rules comes into it it's going to mainly be focused on grappling and submissions and so it does it, it does sound like it's going to be more like that uwf rules uh exhibition that he had with zach saber jr at the g1 climax final and it, it 
it does, I think, raise the question of how much of a return this really is. I had I had posited uh, a few weeks back when Shibata announced that he was coming back that this might not be a a full blown return. It might be Shibata coming back for one last match to prove that he's healthy enough to wrestle, and then either going part time, maybe he retires again. Who knows? But I think this this catch rules uh, uh, stipulation definitely does bring into question whether uh, uh, we're going to get. Uh, obviously, we're not going to get you know penalty kick and uh, strike and headbutting Shibata, but we're still going to be getting an exhibition from Shibata. I'm going to throw to you, Karen, first. What did you kind of think of the the announcement about the catch rules for this uh, Shibata match? Personally, as somebody who was concerned about his well being when he announced that he was wanting to come back, mm. I pr- actually prefer this sort of rule set put in place okay. because it gives guidelines on what it gives us realistic expectations of what we can expect from Shibata moving forward, what he Mm -hmm. can and can't do. We're not going to see the, we're probably not going to see a drop kick in the corner. We're not going to see the penalty kick, like you said, but I think he has enough of a catch wrestling background. I mean, he is the wrestler after all where it's, it's not going to be a boring match. Oh yeah. But it's changed my perspective on who I think will be his opponent though. Okay, well, t- well, don't don't tease us here. Who do you think his opponent's going to be now that he's got this uh, catch wrestling rules? <clears throat> I I was in the Ibushi camp for a very long time because he's scheduled to come back around early January ish. Okay, I'm leaning towards Minoru Suzuki now. Okay, that would make a lot of sense. Another guy who I mean, he, hell, he was he was trained by uh, one of the Gotchas, I believe, it was Carl Gotch. Um, and so that would definitely be a, a, a perfect match for, for Minoru uh, Suzuki. That's going to be a bad time for Shibata, dude. Oh, well, it it's it's Suzuki without the strikes. So that it's a, you know. Yeah, but it I, does... feel like, I feel like that just lets him kind of concentrate on the cruelty, right? True. He can just twist the limbs until, you know, until Shibata starts screaming. But I don't see Shibata screaming at any point. I mean, but if he wants to come back and this is what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. It's his job. You want your paycheck? No. Yeah. Now, now, Tama, you you were you were coughing a little bit. You sound like you have you have some some thoughts about the Shibata uh, catch wrestling. Uh, oh no no! I just had phlegm in my throat. Oh, okay, I just had phlegm. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, my apologies. I mean, but I, but I but if I could, all right, I'll try it, man. Yeah, I go for it. All right. Uh, I I can see Suzuki being the guy, but here's 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 uh, a thought that might be. Um, because I just saw recently uh, one of our one of our uh, stable mates is gonna be doing something with him, I think. But Sakuraba is it, could he Ooh. be somebody? Since there's a GH, yeah. you know, since there's a war going on, could he be the one? That would be of interest, right? That would you definitely bring up a very good point. Noah and NJPW are involved in Wrestle Kingdom. Kazushi Sakuraba, the better known as the Gracie Hunter to some uh, UFC Hunter. fans, he would be a perfect person for Shibata to get in there. Uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, to roll around with uh, for a catch wrestling match, like I. That that is a name I have not heard yet, but that would make a ton of sense. It would definitely, I think, light a fire on that under that January fourth uh, uh, crowd, and just it would be a hell of a match. I mean, the two of them right? are some of the most fluid grapplers in in the business right now. Quick story, quick story about Sakuraba. So I had Bring no it. clue who he was. I had no idea. I, I wasn't into MMA back in the, in like you know late nights. I mean, I watched a few UFCs like the very beginning with. Uh, 
with uh, anyways. So in the early 2000s, I wasn't into that. But Sakuraba was like the he was like the fucking man. He, you know, I, I later found out, uh, of course, the Gracie Hunter guy. And uh, so I wrestled him like probably uh, early to mid to uh, 2010s after. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had a few matches with him when he was working with us. I had no fucking idea who he was. And I was just like, man, this guy can't wrestle. You know, and I'm like, man, uh, you know, and then of course I was like, why is he even here? <laughs> and then of course, like I, I just happened to go do a little, like a little research. And I was like, oh my God, this guy could have taken my head off. Yep. Okay. My bad. I, next time I saw him, boy, I had my tail was between my legs. I was like, yeah, whatever. Let's go. Let's do this. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no more disrespect for my ass, you know, and I love to disrespect motherfuckers. Yeah. In this motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, can, I can just imagine the transition of one day you're swaggering in there like, who the hell is this guy? You immediately, literally just look, if, if anyone is unfamiliar with Kazushi Sakuraba, go Google him, have the, the come to Jesus moment that Tama did. Uh, and realize that even, even at, I, I think he's, he's, cl- he's in his late forties, maybe fifties now, but he's got that Suzuki. Thing Might be in his fifties. Like, yeah. He, yeah. But he's, he's got that Suzuki thing where it's only made him more dangerous. Cause now he, cause it's like, it's like some of those guys, the older they get, the less they have to lose. And so now he's just in full blown, like, I'm going to take you with me if it comes down to that mode. Um, when you meet him, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's, he's a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's quiet, man. He just smiles at you. He doesn't say it. he's a very quiet guy. And so you don't know anything, man. I'm like, dang, he's one of them, 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 them quiet ninjas, man. I'll kill you in the sleep without even saying a word to you, man. He's dangerous. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, that humbled me real quick. Only for I, a little bit though. No, no, I believe it's like ba- based on all of the, like, uh, Sakuraba's a member of Sugiura gun in, uh, in Noah, the, the stable of Takashi Sugiura. And if, if anyone has ever seen any of the like interviews that Sugiura and Sakuraba do in Noah, I, I just remember there was a, a tag title run where, like, every interview they were sitting by the pool drinking, like, champ. I think they were even drinking, like, champagne or something, just kind of, like, hanging out, being very laid-back dudes. And so the uh, the the way that Sakuraba kind of carries himself, it's very, he, he does. You would not believe that he's a, a stone-cold killer until that bell rings. Um, but Karen definitely... Definitely bringing up a, an interesting twist to that Shibata match, and even if even if it's not just about Shibata's health, catch wrestling is kind of having a moment right now. Whether it's the blood sport shows that GCW are putting on, Ring of Honor had their pure uh, division towards the end there, and so it it does feel like uh, Shibata putting catch wrestling putting for lack of a better term these these pure rules uh, on a platform like this could. Could be the kind of thing that really, you know, lights a fire under some other folks to, to kind of go back to wrestling's roots. That was what uh, Shibata kept bringing up in the press conference. He wants to bring pro wrestling back to the, the Lancaster style that it, it apparently was was based around with the, the grappling and whatnot. And so it, it, it could be a very, a very interesting moment for, for uh just the wrestling business in general, if this can help kind of ignite that catch wrestling revolution that's been, been going on. Uh, it was, it, if you haven't seen the full press conference from this past Monday, head on over to njpwworld.com. There's it's, it's, it's a, it's interesting. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of Yoshihashi and a lot of uh, house of torture. Cause they're in like, 
they're in like three matches. They're in like three or four matches over the course of uh, January fourth and fifth, and so they just kind of kept bringing them, them out again to like talk shit about each other. It was very funny. Karen, you you saw the press conference, right? So you know you know what I'm talking about here. Like it, I. It just, I... <laughs> I am relieved that New Japan's fashion convention is back on. (laughs) The suits are out. The glasses are on. Everyone's looking handsome everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) But, ooh, yes, it was a good time. And the thing about the press conference, and this is what I've missed about it, is that last chance for everyone to to talk their shit before the match. Yeah, I mean, because you know, backstage promos are great, in-ring promos are great, but there's always something about a press conference right before a massive event where it just feels you can like feel that tension. Mm-hmm. It reminds really reminds you of the G1 that was in Dallas. That mm-hmm. press conference was insane. It was so good. So to be able to finally start getting back to that place where they can have these again, mm-hmm. and you know, contract signings without people breaking into a fight all the time or going through a table all the time. I've missed it personally. Yep. No, it's it's it really is like I feel like we've overused this term over the course of the pandemic, but it does kind of feel like nature is healing a little bit now that we've gotten the press conference because that was a tradition. Whether it was G one season, Wrestle Kingdom season, there was always going to be a big uh, big press conference. People were going to show up, show out. They were going to talk their shit. And now we're, we're finally back there. We finally get that electricity again of having Dangerous Techers and Yoshihashi and Goto kind of like, like, hell, Tai Chi was ripping into Yoshihashi and Goto. Just straight up saying, you guys don't deserve this. This is, you should not be the World Tag League champ uh, uh, holders. We're going to kick your ass, yada, yada, yada. And I, I had missed that because we've had for so long, we've had the Zoom promos. We've had them talking into their webcam and, you know, Plenty of people can cut promos into their way. It's the kind of thing that, you know, if you're if you're a strong talker, it's not going to be a problem for you. But when you get that electricity, the folks that aren't necessarily the stronger talkers, they get that motivation. They get that uh, they get that oomph and it gives everyone that that extra that extra bolt of extra bolt of uh, electricity. I'm very excited for this. This you need, that, you need that. You need that live room, man. You need yep. them cameras in your face. You need those, those 15 microphones or whatever the hell, you know, sometimes it reminds you what you're doing and, and at what level you're doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, anybody can sit here and have a zoom meeting. I mean, look at us, you know, a couple of, <laughs> no, exactly. a couple of jerks sitting here talking in front of a webcam. But hey, speak it, for yourself. I said hey, you're a jerk. Couple, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Karen. Let's stand up to him. <laughs> I, I only met Ross and Tama, not 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 us. <laughs> this no, guy. Right. No, I'm not Tama. Tama, you can cut a you can cut a promo on a webcam, right? You can do. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say when you, you said like you know it's not not too much violence happening in the in the press conference. I'm saying that's because Tama's all the way the hell over here. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's because we're finally back at back to having emotion <clears throat> emotional violence in the press yeah. conference instead of physical violence. But it's we're tight, back. right? I mean, it yeah. reminds you what it's about, and it's it's it it has that big event feeling you know the, mm-hmm. the pre- it feels you know, like wrestle we- kingdom season again it yes. like it, mm. it just it, it just it's that last thing that was just missing for it to click into place that yeah. yes the year is over january is right around the corner it's actually happening again and if if i'm not if i'm not mistaken because the past couple of years are a bit of a blur we didn't have the road to tokyo we had road to tokyo dome shows but i don't remember having the snow in 2020 
I feel like there was. I think it was there, a COVID thing last year. Yeah, there was there was some reason they couldn't do the snow, and so yeah, Coraquin had a, had an embargo on it, I think. But it's made out of soap. If anything, it would it would sterilize the ring. Hey, look, I'm not I'm not trying to explain the science behind why All there right. wasn't snow. I just know there I just know that there wasn't snow uh, uh, last year, and so the fact that there is. The fact that there was snow, that Shingo Takagi got to sit there with the world title. He may not have won the match, but he got to sit there with the world title under the Korokun, uh snow. That, that's that's the road to Tokyo Dome for me. That's Wrestle Kingdom season. I'm I'm with Karen. It really feels like we're finally we're finally hitting that that big that big show of the year. And what what a show it's going to be. We talked about January fourth and fifth, but let's let's dig a little deeper into January eighth. Because the January 8th card, it's not just going to be New Japan, it's also going to be Pro Wrestling Noah. And because this is a New Japan uh, mainly centered podcast, I, we have got to do some educating, Karen. We have got to do some heavy lifting as we head to, uh, to January 8th to make sure everyone is kind of on, on board with who these folks are that are going to be uh, invading. Well, they're, they'll be invading NJPW World the week after. The pay-per-view will be on uh, Abima. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. And it, the uh, 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 proceeds will be going to the, the Japanese Red Cross. But first, I want to start with the just introduction to what Pro Wrestling Noah is. Uh, I met, I kind of joked about this last week that Pro Wrestling Noah, the name does, it's not an acronym. The name comes from the, the biblical Noah of the, the Bible. I really who, thought I was so damn clever when I made that no. joke. I and and let me tell you, so did Misawa in nineteen. What was it, two thousand? When he decided, I'm done with this shit. Because basically, when Giant Baba died in nineteen ninety nine, his wife took over uh, the the company, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and uh, just a number of decisions were not sitting right with uh, legends like Mitsuharu Misawa, Kenta Kobashi, and other members of the All Japan roster. And so, all but two members save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm talking, we're talking, I want to say 48 wrestlers in total all but two members of the all japan roster decided to quit the company form their own company called pro wrestling noah they uh they took the the green color palette from mitsuharu misawa's uh emerald uh uh gear and they've been running ever since and now uh now here we are in 2021 they're going to be facing uh njpw for the first time since i want to say 2012 when we when they did the all together shows and then there were there were some other njpw versus noah tokyo dome shows but january 8th in yokohama it's going to be njpw versus pro wrestling noah let's go through this card the first match is going to be a young lion showcase kosei fujita taking on yasutaka yano yano obviously the young lion from noah uh Fujita, the young lion from New Japan, and good on Fujita for getting to be the the young lion that gets this showcase. You know, they got they got Nakashima down there, they got uh, Oiwa. They decided Fujita was the guy that was going to 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 take this uh, 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 match, and I'm I'm excited to see what he does with this because like 
you know, they don't, they haven't announced a time limit for this. It's possible they do the Young Lion 10, 15 minute uh, time limit draw. Also entirely possible one of the Young Lions wins this thing. I mean, I don't know. Karen, what do you kind of think of, of Fujita getting this this match against uh, Yasutaka Yano for the, the Young Lion showcase? Of the three of them, Fujita was the one I w- would have picked for it. Yeah. I, I think there's, I don't know exactly what it is just yet, but there's something that's making him stand just a little higher than the other two who are in the same class with him. Okay. I don't know if I'm not, if I'm overanalyzing it, but there's just, there's like some, I can't put my finger on it just yet, but there's something about him, mm-hmm. which, well, and you know, it's unfortunate there's only one um, young, young boy spot on this card, but if they had to pick one, I think he's probably going to be the one that might turn some heads for the Noah fans. Yeah, well, and apparently New Japan agrees with you because, like I said, he's the one getting this showcase. Um, but it does, uh, it it is it is interesting because, like, uh, personally, I am one of those. I'm one of those fans where my sentimental favorite right now is Nakashima. I love the fact that he got injured, had to sit there and watch Fujita and Oiwa kind of get all these showcases and get to to have their debuts. And so to have him back, I like he's he's my guy. But I also agree that Fujita just there's something it's not even like the, you know, like with Uemura or Narita, they had that technical acumen you could really latch onto. There's just this X factor with Fujita. It's, there's it's, this it's, mm. it's like that Naito charisma. It's just like there's just yeah. something drawing about him. Exactly. I just don't know what it is yet. And hunger. Maybe, hunger. Ooh. Damn. That could be I, it. I'm like, yeah. I, like you can see it in the way he fights. There's there's like there's intensity. There's like you can tell he wants it. Out of out of the three, I can tell this one is like he's he's on point. He, mm-hmm. This is what he wants. This is what he wants to do. I and, and he just just brings out a different kind of energy, like hungry energy. That, that's what I see. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you, can't, I, you can't teach that shit, man. That's 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 just that's on the inside deep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, uh, Fujita getting to show off against uh, Yano. I I'm not gonna lie, Yano. I I don't know as much about him as I know about the NJPW Young Lions, but I do know that he's he's an ass kicker. Like if anyone's gonna give if anyone's gonna give Fujita a fight, it's gonna be Yasutaka Yano. Uh, they don't don't get me wrong. Noah still has some very very hungry rookies as well. Then next up, we're gonna have Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tenzan, uh, Satoshi Kojima, and Yuji Nagata. Taking on Muhammad Yon, King Tani, uh, also known as Maybach Taniguchi, and Akatoshi Saito. The the uh, I believe their name is the Funky Powers right now, or the Fifty Funky Powers, something along those lines. The Funky Express. The Funky Express. Okay, yeah, I knew they were. I knew they were getting funky. I knew they is were. That, uh, what's that like? The Express train to Funky Town, or, or they've yeah. they've got their baggy rainbow shiny pantaloons. They got afros. Yeah. They got feather boas. They're just they're they're just having a good time. The like, way. I- the way I always put it is like, imagine if if Taguchi, instead of becoming obsessed with the number sixty nine, got way into disco, got okay. real, real into disco, and then all of a sudden started his own like group of disco just faction. The, sounds yeah, like they're, they're sounds just, like they're themed after like a bachelor party or some shit. No, they're themed like they're after all going like, out dressed like an. Uh, ah yeah. no! It bachelor party puts too much of a. 
And like a, it's not broy at all. It's not. They're just having a Sorry. relaxed good time. Yeah, I'm talking shiny pants and feather boas. Like right. it's more of it's more of a bachelorette they're, they're party on, than a bachelor on, party. They're on a fun. <laughs> run. They're on they're on one of those fun runs, right? Where you yes. wear a dumb costume and then you go. Exactly. Oh, all right. Or they're at well, karaoke at 3 a.m. That's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Kari yeah. Karaoke at 3 a.m. makes more sense because now there, you're talking my language. I get it now. Th- yeah. There's a there's a sincerity to it. There's an earnestness to how much they love uh, the funk. Uh, how much they like, love the funkiness. Your cousin's wedding where they have the box yep. of of cuss of like costumes and yep. and all the and drunk then, uncles go for it first. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. But also, some of them brought their own costumes and props. Right. Like that and, again, I cannot. And they're all very, vi- they're all very violent. <laughs> yeah, I cannot okay. under I cannot understate the uh, the earnestness of the funkiness. The, these they believe in the funk. That's tight. Um, yeah. yeah, and and the, and they are kind of of that same generation as Tenzan, Kojima, and Nagata. It's very much the 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 Noah dads versus the New Japan dads, for lack of a better term. Uh, and so that that's going to be a real fun match. Obviously, uh, Kojima, Tenzan, and Nagata have their not only their history with New Japan, but also with All Japan, a little bit with Noah as well. And so it's that's just going to be a six man tag that has all kinds of history. We got next up Show versus Atsushi Kotogi in the only other singles match of the night, and Karen already clapping her hands uh, and, and and kind of tapping them together in malicious fashion i can tell you're excited for this match what tell talk to us about show and katogi getting this this i i keep using the term showcase but that's what it is it's the only singles match outside of the young lions so it's a so, showcase so back when there was best of the super juniors 22 mm-hmm. only one young lion was able to participate and that was yohei komatsu to remedy the fact that they had only two young lions at the time they sent show tanaka over to Noah to compete in their version of the Super Juniors. Okay. And he dropped, I believe, seven losses, but he got one win against the other young lion that was in the Noah dojo, uh, Hitoshi Kumano. And during that time, uh, 2015-16, both uh, Sho and Yo as Komatsu and Tanaka were tagging with uh, Nakanishi and Nagata Mm. on and off as Young Lions in Noah. So Sho actually had 14 matches in Noah as a Young Lion. Okay. So if, if there had to be someone of the current juniors to get a single showcase that isn't Ishimori having a homecoming, basically, mm. it would be Sho. It's the only one that makes sense. It it definitely it, it's especially with how far Sho's come and how different Sho is since he was in uh, since he was a Young Lion in Noah. This does this does feel like him coming to to really show. Nope, I, I keep saying show when I'm talking about show. There's so no many great puns in, though. It's so yeah, funny. I know. And you I don't, don't mean I'm show not, though. You mean show. But it, 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 show but off, the, show out, the, get the best in show. Exactly. Show, but the no yo, the no pun in, the no pun intended joke only works if I do it very little, and so I'm trying not to. I'm not <laughs> trying not to spam the puns here. But yeah, show getting to show out like this is going to be uh, very big for him and. Talk to me about Katogi, because to Katogi, he's kind of, uh, he's, he's, I would say he's a stalwart in Noah with their junior division. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd put him on the level of like a Kushida or something like that, but he's definitely, he's been, he's been around. You look at him costume wise, you could, you could see Kushida because he does the whole, uh, baggy yeah. shorts, knee, uh, kick pad combination. Uh, he's been GHC junior heavyweight champion at one time. He's been the GHC uh, junior tag weight champion one time. 
And in 2016, when they were doing crossover with Noah, he did have three matches with New Japan. But he is basically one of the more seasoned, like Hontai style, that's their version of like Mm -hmm. the good guys in Noah. And he's one of their like main guys that doesn't tend to jump factions because the thing about Noah's, they have over 20 juniors and their factions like yeah, the- change like a high school drama. Everybody's turning on everybody else and joining up with everybody else and breaking up with everybody else. Yep. So he's I- like a safe, stable choice to go with. <laughs> I I think I think their name is Miriam. I'm not sure. There is a Twitter account that has been like dedicated to keeping track of all of the. Oh, uh, Miriam. Yeah. Yeah. She's of- she's very thorough. She's she is a a a a. A stalwart of wrestling Twitter. She's very important in my, just helping my understanding of all of the various ins and outs of the Noah Jr. division. Because Karen's putting it lightly, it's a fucking mess. It's just a lot of people just backstabbing each other every couple weeks. It seems like someone's yeah, that's great factions. You sell more merch that way because <laughs> oh, I got yeah. the guy's shirt from the one faction, and then he switched yep. the next week. I gotta no, buy I'm, a new shirt. Fucking genius. I am I am not I'm not knocking the business. <laughs> I'm not knocking the business sense of it. I am just saying that keeping track of every I'll wake, I'll be like finishing an NJPW Damn. event or I'll wake up the next day and they'll be like, oh by the way, Harada screwed this guy over now. And so it's yeah. just it it gets weird. It's literally weird the over pre-show there. every time like a big event happens, they have a whiteboard that has like six <laughs> columns of the Noah Juniors, and then they sh- like show who's moved around. And I'm like, y'all are wearing me out. Yep. That that's a lot to unpack. Y'all need to sort your shit out first, please. They, they and should wear uniforms you. so people know like where they are, right? Like that's the only a, way Congo's the dead giveaway. Everybody wears red. That's yeah. it. Jersey, Everyone else, it's just figure it out. Yeah. All right. What are they like? The bloods or like what is that? Like, well, and then, then especially you got like guys like like Yohei and Hayata and folks who like they used to tag together. And they still very much look like they should be tagging together, but they're not anymore. And so it just, it, it very much, there. There isn't too much costume changes no. once one breaks up with the other or turns on the other or leaves the other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have people wearing the same costume. They may have a color variation, but I'm like, no, you need to change it more. <laughs> just, just a little, just give it's us- too much for me to figure out right now. Exactly, yeah, because then you're watching the tag match. You forget who's on whose side. Exactly. Um, yeah, but speaking of Hayata, Hayata's in the, the next match. Hayata will be teaming with uh, Seiki Yoshioka. Yoshioka. I'm sorry, I'm butchering some of these Noah names. But uh, Hayata and Seiki uh, Yoshioka are going to be taking on Gato and returning to Noah, Taiji Ishimori, in a bit of a, a, a homecoming match for one of the pillars of Noah's junior division over the course of the, the 2000s. This is going to be just a fun match. Hayata is, if I'm not mistaken right now, the GHC... Uh, junior heavyweight champion that may have changed over the past week or so let me pull i believe he is going into their show on this weekend as champion yeah that's that's what i mean because that and this is another i uh, don't think that's changed yet <laughs> exactly and that uh, that was the other thing i was going to bring up uh pro wrestling noah has a uh pay-per-view coming up on uh the first of january where the GHC heavyweight title might be changing hands. The junior heavyweight title might be changing hands. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the champions may have changed. The faces will still be the same on January 8th, but some of the some of the title belts might have moved around a little bit. And yeah, the current champion is Hayata. He's the junior champion. 
So he's going to be going into that with a lot of lots of proof. Ishimori, I think, is going into that with even more even more than uh, high audit approved because it's return. It's his return to Noah in a way. Yes, it's it's an NJPW versus Noah ring, but Ishimori is someone who uh, definitely definitely Noah fans are going to want to see. Am I wrong, Care? Like this, it, we'll we'll get to um, Kenta in a second, but Ishimori <laughs> coming back to. Uh, Allow me to have a miniature Ishimori appreciation moment. Please do. Because he was in the company from 2006 to 2018. Yep. He was GHC junior champion three times. Mm -hmm. He was GHC junior tag champion six times. Once with Kenta. Once with Ricky Marvin. Twice with Atsushi Kotoge. And twice with uh, Hiroki, who has currently uh, gone a character change and is now Neo in Congo. He's won the junior or the global junior heavyweight tag league Mm -hmm. four times, twice with Kenta, once with Kotoge, once with ACH. If I'm telling you, if there was no other person to have that junior singles match, if it wasn't show, it would have had to have been Ishimori. But I'm glad they put him slightly higher on the card. Because Ghetto, also former GHC junior tag team champion with Jado, who mm-hmm. I've heard a rumor he was Captain Noah at one point. Who was? Offset Jado. Is that true? Uh, plead the fifth. I don't I know. know. <laughs> Am I blowing I... out the curtain too far? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, I yeah. Don't know if it's, yeah. I, don't know I think high. no, no, no. He was, he was, he was. Okay. No, I was, yeah, he right, was. Let's, he let's was. Start uh, the episode over. Let's edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's gonna record it for Twitch. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was Captain Noah. Not to get too, but I mean, he's not Captain Noah anymore. So it feel it doesn't feel like as wrong as like. I don't know. I, 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 you don't think he'll, you don't think he'll, he'll he'll reprise just for fun. I mean, it's very possible. Uh, let me. He's, he's let not me on the card, so he's he going to say he, he can just mosey on out. Man, he's not. Yeah, he's not on. Not on know, the card. Kenta, I tell you, Kenta was a slippery slope. Once you let one dude get away with it, it's all over. Mm-hmm. No, and and look, we we got to talk about Kenta. We've just talked about Ishimori, and we'll also Kenta, talk about Kenta. Con- by the con- way, so far my favorite Noah guy because it's the only one I know. So, you know. Oh well, well the wait, only wait. one you know, Noah. Yeah, no. the only one I. Know. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You're just mad I got Beautiful. to it before you. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, Ishimori, Ishimori, Kenta, and Kanemaru, these are the three names that I feel like are people will be familiar with who, quite frankly, if I can be very blunt, mean about as much, if not more, to Noah than they do to New Japan in some instances. I mean, Kanemaru was the junior ace. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to his match. Uh, we got Desperado and Doki taking on Yohei and Nosawa Rongai from El Perro Stel... Uh, the, the bad dog. Los Perros de Mal de Japón. There we go. Los Perros de Mal de Japón. I know. Yep. That, that, is, that, is their, that is their name. They are... Uh, they, they're they're the I don't want to say the the up and coming heel faction in Noah, but they they they've been making a splash over the past year or so. Uh, but Desperado and uh, it's more Desperado than Doki, but Desperado has some history with uh, with Noah. He was one of the folks that was 
sent over with Suzuki Goon uh, when they were banished from from New Japan, sent to Noah for a while, and then then came back uh, eventually. So that will that will definitely be uh, an interesting an interesting matchup. Uh, there isn't doesn't feel like there's quite as much history to that one as there is to some of the other matches. Like yes, like I said, Desperado has history with with guys like uh, with Yohei and wrong guy, but not. It, it doesn't feel quite as weighty. Karen's if I'm not, mis- if I'm not mistaken, Doki was part of Los Perros de Mal de Japón. Okay, that would make sense. When he was in Mexico, I could be wrong. Again, I'm still learning a lot about Noah, yep. so it's again they're juniors, so it's all convoluted. Exactly. And, uh, no, and, that's... and to talk about Hayata earlier, mm-hmm. the breakup of Hayata and Yohei is very much like the breakup of Show and Yo. Yes. They yes. were they were they were tag league they were junior tag league winners. They were junior tag champions together. So when like it, it it was pretty much when they split up, it history repeated itself if you were a junior fan when Show and Yo did the same mm-hmm. thing. Oh no, I I remember the heartbreak all up and down the TL when uh when Yohei and Hayata broke up. Uh that was it it and this is it was this is devastating. Why we had, yeah, no, and this is why I had to put that asterisk at the top of the Noah Junior Division. That it's a, it is an absolute mess. Like we said, go check out Miriam. A beautiful mess, but an absolute mess. Oh, a beautiful mess. It's led to some amazing feuds, but it's just, it, it, you know, I'm like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, trying to put all the pieces together. It'll, it will drive you crazy after a while. Um, next up, we got a, a 10-man tag match. Ishii, Goto, Yoshihashi, Taguchi, and Wado taking on Daisuke Harada, Hajime O'Hara, Daiki Inaba, Yoshiiki Inamura, and Kinya Okada. Two big names that are really sticking out in this. Uh, Daisuke Harada, who is a, he's a staple of the Noah Jr. division. And also Yoshiiki Inamura, who it feels like is like this close to being the next big thing in Noah. Like he's a big ass dude, like just real freaky big can throw people around. Like there's no tomorrow. It it feels like this guy is, uh, is on the come up. Am I wrong, Karen? No, he, he, he's probably going to be one of the ones in 2022 that has a very big breakout year, but yeah, Harada longtime guy in Noah. Like, I think he's been wrestling for over 15 years primarily does only junior matches but if he's leading this group it's going to be he may actually manage to keep them in line enough to get they, to get along i was i was gonna say beyond coexist like, they might actually get along and hey maybe all, all we need them to do is coexist but getting along would be good because they are this this 10 men to match in the way that uh, Goto, Yoshihashi, Ishii, Taguchi, and Wado are kind of a mishmash. It's like two teams kind of smashed together. That's kind of the way this uh, this te- the 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 Noah team is. Like the, I'm not going to sit there and pretend that it's five men that are in a faction. Like when we've got Congo versus Lij, but it's it's some of the some of the stalwarts, some of the uh, uh, the more. I'm not mistaken. The Noah group are mm-hmm. all baby faces. Yes. No, I know they're all baby faces. They're just I not. Think. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not like a united baby face force. They're just they're they are. Baby uh, face force is a great name for a stable. I was about to say I, that, Isn't that someone, us? someone trained with a baby face force. Hey, I, I don't know. I think I've pissed off enough Catholics that I'm I'm a I'm in the middle somewhere. <laughs> um, my only my only beef with this match. Yep. 
is that I really think Yo should have been in the match instead of Watto, only okay. because he's senior to Watto. Gotcha. But that's just, that's just me splitting hairs because okay. again, Yo, to my knowledge, has more matches in Noah than Watto does. Okay, yeah, no, and that would make sense, especially with the 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 young lion stuff that happened with with Sho and Yo in their early days. And that's, and again, that's why I wanted to do a, a deeper dive on this, because I feel like we, we kind of skimmed over the surface on January 8th last week, and the chat was just full of people going, who's that? What? I, I, you're just going over names here. Uh, it, uh, it, it's, it, it can be can be tricky, but we're going we're gonna to get everyone to January 8th with as much Spe- knowledge as we can. Speaking of the chat, Cor- Corey wanted to know uh, if yep. there's any big names from America that ever wrestled in Noah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Mikey yeah. Nichols, Shane Haste, Harley Hartley Ray, or Hartley Jackson. Sorry, yeah. uh, Jonah Rock. Uh, a little uh, 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 a guy named Chris Hero wrestled for Noah. Oh, a guy, I guess a guy, a guy would have suffice. Uh, yeah, I was about and, to say and, Cla- Claudio Castagnoli, the the, the, the kings of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, Who? currently Cesaro. Eddie oh, Edwards. Oh, Cesaro. The, Sorry, I didn't yeah. recognize these seven fighters. Yeah, and Eddie Edwards was, I believe, the first uh, foreign-born GHC uh, heavyweight champion. Um, they've had some, they've had some foreign talent in Noah, but Noah, uh, especially since they were they sprung off of all Japan pro wrestling, they they have been a more Japanese centric promotion, as you can tell by the uh, the card as we're going through it. There are no foreign born talent on this. Uh, I, on, I, I, there's I one. I mean, there's one. I'm sorry. What, Karen? Oh, go ahead. There is one foreign born talent. Zack Sabre Jr. Oh yes, no, Zack Sabre Jr. You're right. You're right. And I'll get I, and when we get to that match, I'll go into why he should be and is the only one on there. We're already at that match. That's why I cuz I was looking I was looking I was scrolling away from that match cuz I was like, "All right, we're on that match. Where's the where's the rest of the people?" But yes, Zack Sabre Jr., the only foreign-born talent uh on this card. He'll be teaming up with the man we just mentioned, Yoshinobu Kanemaru who uh, is the the junior ace. He was the first ever GHC junior heavyweight champion. He was one of the the group that went from all Japan over to Noah in the first place. And Zack Sabre Jr. got his start in pro wrestling Noah. And so it does it does feel appropriate they're going to be taking on Marafuji and Ogawa, who are both uh, legends of pro wrestling Noah. Uh, Ogawa still, I believe, the lightest GHC uh, heavyweight champion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, go watch his run. It's but he's everyone's favorite rat boy is what I, I describe him as because he's just he's real sneaky and he's just he's got that he's got that face. Um, but yeah, Ogawa Marafuji versus Suzuki Gun. This is gonna be I mean this is gonna be a fight. Like these are these are not two teams that are gonna like play by the rules so to speak. So this is gonna this is gonna be I think of all of the the matches this one looks like it might be the most fun. But go ahead, Karen. You wanted to talk about Zack Saber Jr. getting this. Yeah, because I I know that there are many people confused or unsure or really upset that other uh, foreign talent aren't featured on this card. Now, one thing you have to understand is that it's an 11 match card and most of the people on this card have had matches in the other company. Mm -hmm. So before we get into unpacking Zach, no no disrespect, but Osprey, Jeff, Hanare, and Okan, to Mm -hmm. my knowledge, all have had zero matches in noah yep while they may have wrestled noah wrestlers outside of noah they have not had a match in a noah ring yep zach sabre jr went through the dojo at noah so while like juice 
and Finley and Jay were all going through the New Japan do- dojo. He was in the Noah dojo with Mikey Nichols, who's now in chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonah Rock, who's now dropping by New Japan strong. Yeah, we'll see where he ends up. <laughs> and, you know, I cursed it a couple of weeks ago when I said I wanted Shane Shane Thorne, a.k.a. Shane Haste, to show up in New Japan. Because two days after I said that, he got released. But again, if there are other than Chris Hero or Cesaro... These are those are the only options I would want to see on this card because this card is designed to honor that altogether mm-hmm. idea. It, uh, it it's it, with United Empire having the upper half of the card on night two of Wrestle Kingdom. They don't need to be on this card. Yep. And um, I, I really hope people can understand and respect that. I and here's the thing. I I think it's gonna. I think it's I think it's going to split the the North American audience, but I and I, I keep saying this over the course of the past over the course of 2021 and 2022. I don't think we're the priority that we used to be in, uh, you know, maybe 2016, 2017, 2018. And this really does. I mean, like we like we said, this is why we're, we're digging deep into the history on these matches. This feels like it's for the Noah fans. It feels like it's for the NJPW fans. It's for the people that have been, you know, like me, dual doing dual screens at like 1 a.m. because Noah's over at the Budokan and NJPW's over at Cork. And, you know, like they, it's... I, 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 I hate to put it this way. It's for the nerds, people. This is going to be for the people that have been, you know, the, 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 the diehard, diehard fans. These um, are for this is for the fans that are have helped helped keep the lights on yep. in both companies, and they are hoping to cross promote. It's like a Venn diagram. You got your Noah mm-hmm. fans, you got your New Japan fans, and then like that little like sweet spot in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's what they're hoping for. But they're and- also hoping to draw fans from both sides. So this whole part mm-hmm. is a buffet of New Japan and Noah history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it's it, and I feel like especially now, like you keep talking about that that sweet spot, especially now that we've hit the point where New Japan airs on a Bima, Noah airs on a Bima. We finally the the Japanese TV rights contracts are hell. The reasons it took so long to get a Stardom match officially on a Tokyo Dome show, and so the fact that they have this sweet spot where they can both be on the same network, uh, that that's the big like. That's the big deal. That's what gets everyone kind of together in the same place. It held New it's Japan neutral territory. Abema yeah. is is the biggest um, combat sports streaming service in Japan, other than their like premium cable mm. and satellite stations. Oh yeah, basically other it's, than it's pay-per-view. affordable. Yep. It's way more affordable and way more accessible. Exactly. And that in that way they can you know again the other problem people is like well I don't want to pay for it because it's I why pay for it when I have Russell Universe or why mm-hmm. like I have New Japan World. Think about it beyond what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. Because like in the spirit of altogether, a portion of the proceeds are going to the Japanese Red Cross, which helped which brought the companies back together after years of bad blood mm-hmm. because and- of the tsunami and earthquake. Yes, yeah, I was, I was going to say, just to clue everyone in, we keep bringing up all together. This was uh, a series of events that happened in 2011 and 2012 in the, wreck, the Fukushima nuclear disaster. That was uh, All Japan, NOAA, NJPW came together for big show like, like this, big shows to benefit the Japanese Red Cross and to help bring Japan out of the darkness. Uh, then it was Fukushima, now it's COVID. Um, but that, that is kind of the spirit of this show. 
if you don't want sorry, sorry for the soapbox i didn't know you're get all, you're, all preachy about it but it's, 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 it's hard it, to watch the timeline be what it is when people aren't seeing the bigger picture for it it's an important point to it's an important point to bring up especially because for to put it bluntly you have to pay for uh the third night of wrestle kingdom like if you've got new japan world you're gonna get the first two nights of, of wrestle kingdom free if you don't if you want to pay for the uh, Noah NJPW show, it's on a beam of pay per view. If you don't want to pay for it, it will be on NJPW World and Wrestle Universe the following week. So you just have to wait a week and decide if if you want to see it. I recommend seeing it live. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a fun show. But like I said, I'm a nerd. I I live I live for these two companies. So I'm I'm very excited to see what happens. Let's get back into the card. We only Sorry have a few that. more matches. No, you're fine. We only have a few more matches. That need to be talked about. We've got Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, Takamichinoku. As I said, Suzuki Gun has a lot of history with Noah. They were banished there. They're taking on Takashi Sugiura, Kazushi Sakuraba, and returning to Noah, deciding to wrestle on the Noah side. A guy who he just showed up at the, I believe it was Noah's Korokin show uh, this morning, yesterday, whatever it yeah, was. Yesterday. And he's gonna, he's gonna be at the Budokan on January 1st. Kenta, Kenta really going hard into the Noah side of things. He showed up. You're online right now. I know that because you're listening to my voice. But are you protected? Listen, you've got to protect a case on your phone, right? If you don't, you've got guts. Because me, sometimes I just put my phone down in a hurry or it slips through my greasy hands. And safety is not always totally in my control. Kind of like being online. It's the same kind of thing. I want to tell you how I protect myself online with ExpressVPN. Every time you connect in a public place, some weirdo who escaped mom's basement for the day could be on the same network scanning for your sweet, sweet data to sell for an easy grand on the dark web. Your credit cards, the password to your crypto wallet, banking information, DMs. Yeah, you heard me. Those DMs you're sending every time your crush posts a thirst trap. Hackers love that kind of thing. Hackers these days have it easy with all the apps available on the dark web. Some of them are 12-year-olds with no accountability and the time to download an illegal app that could automatically steal your identity. And next thing you know, you've bought a thousand Fortnite V-Bucks for little Timmy's video game addiction he's feeding by hijacking your data. I love ExpressVPN because it's an encrypted tunnel that wraps around your data with its strong, warm embrace. It's so secure, a hacker would need a supercomputer in about a billion years to crack it. Or one billion supercomputers in one year. Hey, maybe they'll use your stolen credit card and use that to upgrade their setup. I also love how easy it is. All you gotta do is download the ExpressVPN app and fire it up on any device, and you're protected better than ever. Phones, laptops, PCs, tablets, consoles, man, whatever. If it takes a VPN, you can use ExpressVPN. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com Tama. That's E-X. P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Tama, and you can get an extra three months free. ExpressVPN dot com slash Tama. Uh, in Pro Wrestling Noah uh, at their Quark and Hall show, not in a, he showed up in Kenta merch. He didn't show up in Bullet Club merch. He's very much Kenta right now in the, the Noah side of things. So that that's going to be something interesting to watch. Tama, you're just kind of nodding shaking your head what what do you think of of kenta kind of extends he's i mean because he was originally announced for january 1st we knew he was going to be at the january 8th show but now he's just showing up in noah whenever he wants what do you, what's going on tama what is, what is happening hey i'm as lost as you are i don't know what's going on I, I think you know i i'm 
sitting back enjoying the show. <laughs> yep. And what? Are, and <laughs> now I, sh- I should say this isn't completely out of the blue. Kenta was a member of Sugiura Gun Takashi Sugiura's uh, faction back before he left uh, pro wrestling. You know what? To, to head to a, a certain company, we'll talk about in a few minutes. Um, but he, it, it does feel like. Kenta is showing up to prove to Noah, this is who I've become since I left. This is uh, who I'm going to be, um, you know, because he he is a different wrestler in New Japan. He, this The New Japan Kenta, he's still as mean as he was in Noah. He's still as aggressive as he was, but he's just, he's, he has a slightly different uh, style. Karen, what do you, what do you think of, of Kenta's extended uh, stay in Noah over the course of these past few days? Okay, so bless his heart. He mm-hmm. went to the New Japan press conference, was the very it closed yep. that press conference, and basically what he wore to that press conference went straight to Co- like across town to Korakuen mm-hmm. for the Noah show. <laughs> so the, his Kenta merch, the the whole Fang revives like yep. concept and design. That's a throwback to his original gear right before he left, I believe. Yep. So it's kind of like he when he even when he entered the ring, he's like. No, uh, everyone who knew me when I was here last, everyone who I'm meeting for the first time, I'm Kenta, nice to meet you. And then the shenanigans start because mm-hmm. Sugiura and Kenta joined Noah the same year. Yep. Kenta joined, like entered the, the dojo four months prior. Mm. Even though he's younger, he's senior to Sugiura. Yep. So he's like, I'm Kenta. And Sugiura's like, Everybody, this is Mr. Kobayashi and actually uses his government name. Yep. And he's like, yep. no, no, that's not me. Use my name. So, and so he's like, uh, Sugira goes to him, so where are you working these days? And Kenta tried to play it off. He's like, don't ask me difficult questions right now. There's a reason why I ignore you on Twitter. You're always giving me a hard time. You're always asking me these dangerous questions just to toe the line, just to see how, which button you can push of mine because they've known each other for over 20 years. So there, there's something refreshing about it because you're getting a mixture of old Kenta and new Kenta and like kind of like he's met, he, he still kicks ass. He's still a great wrestler, but he's also kind of, you know, based on our, you know, G1 uh, backstage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He's having fun while he's doing it. Yes. And I don't think the Noah fans had that side of him mm-hmm. when he was there last. Yeah, and that and that that fun side I think is going to really like I said, Sugiura not exactly a a ser- like they don't get me wrong, every every wrestler in it is serious as a heart attack, but like I said, they, they like to they like to hang out. They like to, you know, chill by the pool and have some fun. And so I feel like Kenta in this version of uh, of Sugiura is gonna be is gonna be a lot of fun. Next up, a very interesting match. We got Evil and Dick Togo taking on Goshiyazaki and Masakitamiya. An interesting match. I feel like there were a lot of people wondering who was going to get that that Goshiyazaki match at uh, at the Noah versus NJPW show because Goshiyazaki, a staple a staple of uh, Noah for a long time. He was one of the people who was under the wing of Masawa and Kobashi and the Four Pillars of All Japan. So he has he has he has some serious uh, some serious. Uh, 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 bona fides, and he's gonna be taking on Evil. Evil, uh, I feel like this is a big, a big match for Evil in a way. Because don't get me wrong, Evil has has won a lot of uh, 
He's he's a former double champion. He's a former tag champion. But I I would not say that he is quite of the uh, uh he's not quite at uh, Shiazaki's level yet. There are very few that are, and so I feel like this is going to really be a chance for Evil to prove himself. Am I wrong, Karen? You are not wrong. And you know, back in 2013, a feisty young lion by the name of Takaaki Watanabe mm-hmm. dropped by Noah with Yuji Nagata. So it's, I think like the show match, this is an opportunity for someone with previous Noah experience and previous Noah history to be able to mix it up with somebody who is, who is a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, well, this is a fan service match, honestly, because, you know, Shiozaki just came back, got a brand mm-hmm. new shoulder. He's got a big match. Entirely possible he'll be the GHC heavyweight champion this time. January Entirely 8th. possible, but I don't know if Noah wants their top belt on the third match from the top of the card. Well, well, but hang on. Match that's order. just semantics with me. Match order will be announced at a later date. So that is that is official now. Yes. So it's yeah. it's one of those words. It's just kind of like, mm, I don't know about it. But and the same thing with Dick Togo, just prior to him showing up in New Japan last year, mm-hmm. he was hanging out with the Sugi army. Yep. For six months from January to May. So, and he was also in the 2010 Junior Tag League. Yeah. Um, Kitamiya, another guy that is a tank. He's and, a big dude. And kind, kind of on the come up, uh, more so than Inamura. Like, there was a point where during Muto's GHC reign, right? I honestly thought Kitamiya was going to be the guy to beat Muto because that that's just where they've kind of gotten Kitamiya at right now. He's, oh, what I would have given for a Kitamiya versus Ishii match. Oh, Evil's would... the next best thing. <laughs> yeah, no, and that that that's the thing is if if Shiozaki versus Evil is going to be the the goodest of Noah and the absolute evilest of uh, NJPW, Kitamiya versus Evil is just that's going to be two brick walls fighting each other. It's going to be a really fun match. Uh, it's, and even it, and even if you're only familiar with one brand or the other, man, that's 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 something you can get behind, right? Like oh, exactly. kind of shit like that. That's that's the thing. It's, it's, it's of... very much. Good white hats versus black hats. It's good yeah. guys versus bad guys. Yeah, and a lot, a, a lot of these matches totally feel like they are designed to make people go, "Oh, I didn't know who Kitamiya was before this." You're gonna know after this match. I mean, just if everyone's gotta... gonna be scrambling to learn everybody, the other people in the other company's Twitter handles, like who, how do I spell this guy's name? Who's this person? Who's this person? But that I think that's the point. Yep, is that it's they're designing it to be like, you want to give it a try. First mm-hmm. one's free. No, it's, well, it's it's twenty three dollars on Abema, but afterwards it's free on New Japan World and Wrestle Wrestle Universe. Well, and and if we're really talking about the Japanese audience, Abema, what Abema is really saying is, hey, you get your first, you pay for this first one, and then just whenever you want, come back to Abema. We got New Japan. We got Noah. Like this is, I, I really the way that Abema has kind of united these two. Uh, it's neutral territory. So yeah, it's great. Well, but because there is this off and on vibe to New Japan and Noah, and really just any wrestling company. Like that was why I think uh, the DDT Noah, um, all the the Wrestle Universe partnership was so big was because like you suddenly had groups that have to work together. Same with New Japan and Stardom, because it was so rare for New Japan and Noah to work together. It was so rare for New Japan and All Japan to work together. That's why Altogether back in 2011 and 2012 was so special as you had companies that quite frankly a year before that didn't want anything to do with each other deciding we need to we need to lift this country out of darkness. Um so that that's going to be real interesting. We talked a lot about this uh on Janu- on the last episode, but Tanahashi and Okada versus Keiji Muto and uh Kaito Kitami- uh, Kaito Kiyomiya 
This feels like a big deal for Kiyomiya to be in there with Okada, Tanahashi, and Muto. Like those are those are three names that mean a ton to if you if you uh, are a res- Japanese wrestling fan. I don't need to explain the importance of Kazuchika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi to anyone on Thomas Island. But Keiji Muto, if you don't know, great Muta. If you don't know, former Triple Crown, former IWGP, former GHC. Like this man has done it all. And now Kaito Kiyomiya, who is kind of the the young, uh, uh, he's the, their Okada. Yeah, but he's he's their Okada in 2012 when he's you know he was already been the youngest GHC heavyweight champion in the country in the company's history. He is he is very much a star on the rise, and it feels like this match is going to very much be a he's it's going to be a, a a place for people to make the case for main eventer Kiyomiya. Like he's been doing plenty of main events, but he needs that. He needs that 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 thing to cement him, and I feel like this is going to be the match that can finally do that. The tricky um, part is that for for Kiyomiya, Muto is the wall he can't scale. Mm-hmm. He's like he's the one that he always loses to Muto, so it's an interesting combination. I'm I, curious well, to see how they're going to work together. And that's that's the kind of thing is like I I feel like the age difference is a little wider, but Kiyomiya and Muto are kind of the Tanahashi and Okada of yeah. of New Japan. I, I would say Shiyazaki right now is the Tanahashi of Noah, but that can be debated. Um but it, it definitely they're wrong. Yeah. Uh but no it does it does feel like it's going to be a very, very big showcase for Kiyomiya. Okada has not been taking Noah very seriously if you've been paying attention to the uh press conferences, calling them the amateur league, saying he hasn't really been paying attention. So that that could come back to bite Okada come January 8th because Tanahashi's paying attention. Um, you know, Kiyomiya and Muto are coming there to prove a point. Okada's the one that might be might be walking into Yokohama a little lackadaisical, especially depending on how January 4th and 5th go for him. Um, and then the the it's announced as the main event. It was treated like the main event in the press conference. IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Shingo Takagi leading LIJ against uh, GHC Heavyweight Champion Katsuhiko Nakajima and Kongo. This is another one we talked a lot about uh, on Jan- uh, the last episode, but Karen, just give us a quick rundown. Everyone knows LIJ. LIJ important. LIJ great. New Japan fans love LIJ. Talk to us about Kongo. Man, I fuck mean- LIJ. <laughs> Okay, not everyone likes LIJ. Oh, no, we know who likes LIJ. Point being, let's backtrack. They're Bullet Club's That's greatest like, farm league. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they got you, you they guys. Rock and roll, man. That dude's the yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, you can't you can't come on here and put over and put over a damn Lij without me, you know, putting my yeah. two cents no, in. Anyway, let me, right. let me let me rewind that back. Whether you love them or you hate them, you know you know who Lij are. Let's talk Congo, Karen. Let's talk Congo. Okay, so again, Congo is their wildly popular faction. It's a, a very evenly balanced mixture of junior and heavyweights. Uh, Manabu Soya, another big guy. Mm. Keno is the leader. He's he's the Naito sort of dude. Nakajima could be he, he's he's a bit Takagi, a bit Naito in his aloofness. I was going to say like Nakajima is like I he's just Nakajima to me. Like this is a guy who like you can try and compare him to other talent in New Japan and other talent. But this he is known for his kicks. He is known for his just I 
I, I hate to use this term about a Noah star because it's New Japan, but he's got that fighting spirit. Like, he really does. If you haven't seen uh, Keno versus Nakajima, they went 60 oh, minutes. So good match. They went 60 minutes uh, this past, I want to say it was November. Uh, just a fantastic, fantastic match. One of the match of the year uh, contenders for a lot of people. But they, you know, Nakajima basically said he is coming into this match like a house on fire. He wants to prove that not only is Noah the best, but Congo is the best of Noah and Nakajima is the best of Congo. And so it, and, and you know, you've got Keno, who's the GHC national champion, kind of waiting in the wings. Like you said, he's the leader of Congo. He's also serious. He's a very, very serious serious man and so you were to take shibato and bleach him and put him in red suit yes. you get keno but even he, he does a lot of kicking he's very he, he gets very angry but i was gonna say even shibata seems to have joy in his life like there are <laughs> i've seen shibata smile keno is just he's he's an but angry, keno can do comedy man. yes but he's a straight <laughs> like let's stop you let's be real bad he's a straight man like he's yes. very much the he, like, the idea that Naito is going to have to take on... He's going to have to deal with Naito. He's going to have to deal with... With Hiromu. The idea of Hiromu and life. Keno. Yeah. Keno is the kind of guy that uh, a, a personality like Hiromu is going to drive him completely insane. So I'm I very... think Aleha and Tadasuke against Bushi and Hiromu is also going to be really great. Yes, absolutely. As juniors. And then Manabu Soy is just going to be running in there, beating people up, throwing people around. like Him versus dolls. Shingo Takagi? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of good stuff happening on January 8th. I hope we've been able to give you some kind of a, 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 a wade into the waters. Like I said, head on over to Twitter, find Miriam. She's got all the junior heavyweight uh, stuff going on. And then also Noah has been doing a very good job with their uh, English language Twitter of keeping Mark people, Pickering's killing it. Yeah, Mark Pickering especially doing a great job of, of keeping everyone up to date. That again is going to be January 8th in Yokohama Arena. It's going to be on a Bima pay-per-view and then will be available video on demand the week after. A uh, portion of the proceeds going to the Japanese Red Cross. We do need to just bring up one more thing before uh, we, we call it a, 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 a week, and I guess before we call it a year here on Thomas Island, uh, WWE not having uh, the easiest week, uh, it seems. It started with uh, a report that they are going to be, they are apparently getting hit very hard by COVID. Uh, stars like Seth Rollins up to, it sounds like 11 uh, wrestlers in WWE currently COVID positive, and WWE has responded to this by no longer requiring weekly testing. They were weekly testing people for COVID. Apparently, we're getting too many COVID positives and have decided we're not going to get the positives if we stop testing. It was the uh, 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 the 2020 response and the yeah. late 2019 response. Um, not a not a good look. Well, I think really, I think, I think that's 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 actually uh, a new method for uh, like pregnant women, right? If they just don't get yeah. tested, they won't have the baby. So you know, if if uh, Instead of having to prove for, I think that's great, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it's, gonna get, it's gonna get weird. Like, there's what I, the hell, John? I don't know how it works. If you don't test, if you don't test, it means you don't have it, right? Like, that's isn't that no, how that works? No, then you just squat in a field, and it's still, it still it still ends up. You just get surprised out. one day. That's the way, that's 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 what happened to my ancestors. That's how, I think that's how my great that's how my great great grandmother was born. Listen, I think um, I, I think I get it. I get it though. If 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 they're in their bubble and they're doing their thing and whatever, people get sick and they test, and and they're sending people home who are asymptomatic, or you know, if everybody's boosted, which mm-hmm. I don't think they all are. Yeah. Uh, and but but the problem is they're all they also got 
visitors backstage. They have local crew. They've got an audience. They have other yep. people that they're exposing. And yep. we have no idea when the next variant is coming, if it's going to be worse than Omicron or not. So, like, should you're be. expecting it already. You're expecting yeah. the next variant to come already. Oh, can we just cancel corona please i was gonna say we're like, so done with it I'm right like, let me let y'all cancel corona instead of canceling all the people y'all should cancel corona that's let me, that's let me call well, some call. people deserve to be canceled in all fairness let me call, <laughs> let me, let me call papa let me call papa corona deserves to be canceled karen yeah. oh, i agree no, i agree let me, let me look, call papa I, frankie back and see if he's gonna worry to get rid of this coronavirus all right look look say say what you will about cancel culture i think we can all agree mass death should be canceled uh you know it's up there with yeah. attempted murder <laughs> Uh, it's the kind of thing that, you know, is worth, is worth canceling, but it, yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm with John. Uh, we haven't done a lot to make sure there's not going to be another variant. So like it does, it does kind of feel like, uh, it does kind of feel like everyone's thing, man. You did. No, cause it, it it just feels like WWE shrugging their shoulders and going, we have a pay-per-view on Saturday. We can't, uh, we, we, there's only so much we can do about this. Um, it's, I feel bad for anyone in WWE that uh, is not in a position to to say no at the moment because uh, it, it is, you know, I think of guys like Roman Reigns who has been dealing with leukemia. You've got people with babies. You've got people with uh, 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 family members who might be uh, infirm. So it's just it. And, and there's people, too, that that literally cannot get vaccinated. Right. Yep. I mean, they've got the there's certain diseases. Mm-hmm. So either like they got to get a new job or they got to risk their lives. Like what's going on here? You know? Yeah, it's 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 just it's it's a rough uh, a, a rough situation, especially since we've been dealing so much with New Japan and Japan's uh, uh, quarantine and all of that. The the night and day tale of two cities stuff that's been going on in the wrestling world during the course <laughs> of this pandemic mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. It just it. I keep waiting for to to not have an uh you know an update like this, but they keep they keep coming. So yeah, apparently no more testing at WWE stemming the stemming the 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 positive cases Oof. they've done. Um, I do want uh, we'll we'll end this on a lighter note. AEW. Oh wait, hey, yep. before we before we end, I I gotta ask you guys uh, a question here. Yeah, go. For I it. saw something. I saw something here. Uh, maybe a couple of days ago, I saw an interview. Here with one of the wrestlers, I'm not gonna name them, but they backed off of social media. They no longer wanted to use social media to uh because their reasoning was um because they wanted the uh what's the word they used? Um they didn't want to give too much away, mm-hmm. you know, because they felt if they gave too much away that the fans would uh like thought less of them or it was yeah. no longer an entertaining or cool or uh, what is you guys thoughts on that not you know a bit, that's what i wanted to know as as a, a wrestler mm-hmm. asking you guys as fans and and workers and and whatnot or your views on that situation because i i feel social media is a big yeah. deal in, in our yeah. world now especially in where that. i live yeah, I don't. Yeah. Remember, I don't remember if we talked about it offline, like like off the podcast or, or on it. Uh-huh. But we talked about how important it is for you know the, for promo work and also yeah. so people connect with you. But to me, as a fan, sometimes if there's somebody in a good feud, and that shit starts on Twitter or it spills out to Twitter, 
I consider it like bonus content, right? Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity mm -hmm. to, to, to see more of that happening outside of that, you know, 10, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Or yeah. if you watch raw, the first 45 minutes of somebody on a mic of the whole damn show. So I think that for, you know, for me, at least I enjoy it. The other, the other thing is though, is it because they don't want to give too much away? Like they feel like they're giving it away for free. If so, that's like a, that's kind of a bad mentality because they got to be on the hustle all the time because they need to build that Twitter growth because look how many people got cut by WWE out of nowhere. Right. Mm. And now they're on Twitch or they're on, you know, they're off doing indies. And if they didn't have that Twitter presence, then they'd be shit out of luck right now. They'd be left mm. without an audience, without a fan base. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. nobody gives a shit if they're, you know, oh, hey, I was in, I was in WWE. Yeah, that's fine. But if you follow that, if, if they have a place to hold on to you, if they have a place to connect with you throughout your career outside of that, then, you know, you might hold on to them. So mm -hmm. that's just me. I don't know. What do I, what do I know? I don't know. What, are, what do you think? Gary? I like that. Yeah. yeah. Double-edged sword. Because I see the marketing aspect of it. And there's also a thing that's not discussed enough boundaries mm -hmm. and entitlement mm. as a fan i am not entitled to every single bit of knowledge or every single bit of someone's personal life just because they're a wrestler yeah. if they choose to share things about their personal life that is their choice and as much as i would want to know more about xyz wrestler People need to understand that there are certain things you should not be asking people. Mm -hmm. There are certain things you should not be saying to people. Yep. Because I can understand why some people go off of social media because of the toxic spiral of negative comments. Hana Kimura is a prime example. She's not around anymore. We lost her because of the things that people were saying to her on social media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think the difficult, the, the not difficult, but the crucial thing that we need to understand as fans, sorry to get very preachy and like mom about everything, is it. we need to know, Preach. we need to know where to draw the line. Yeah. Like if someone says, I'm getting married, great. That isn't a point, uh, that isn't a time for fans to start digging around and finding out who they're engaged to, where they're getting married. When do they propose? That's not, if, if they didn't share that information themselves, the internet needs to not super sleuth it all and piece it all together because they're mm -hmm. piecing together their own version of events. Same thing with like, for example, medical information. Somebody gets injured. Mm -hmm. Some people choose to take to social media and explain their injury. That's fine. It should not be a requirement that they do that. When Brody Lee passed, People were very invasive, demanding details about what happened to him and why it happened the way it happened. And that's not fair. That's not fair to the family that just lost a father, a, a, a brother, a, a husband. Mm -hmm. we, should, we, we need to understand where the, where the, 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 the uh, boundaries are. Mm -hmm. no, but also it, the same, it's the same thing with transparency. Mm -hmm. With COVID, that's kind of a public health issue. Yes, you're, yes, it's medically protected information. You have the right, you can reserve the right not to disclose it. However, in an industry where you are touching people in close proximity and breathing on people in close proximity, 
You need to think beyond your own personal belief system for five seconds and think about the person you're wrestling or the people in the audience who are paying their money to support your career because they think you're safe. Yeah, that 10,000 person uh, meet and greet you just did. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That kind of shit. Yeah. But but that but the, but those are the things that there's there's responsibility that needs to be had on both sides. Mm-hmm. Wrestlers are not animals in a zoo. We don't we don't get to go up and tap on the glass and you know like think like well I can I can climb in the lion pit. Let me see what I can find. No, don't be that guy or girl. No, or person. Nobody. No. Know the that, boundaries. That's how Harambe got shot. Mm. I was about to say, because that a very good point of that is when you climb into the lion pit, pit they don't shoot the person that climbed into the lion pit. They <laughs> no, shoot they the shoot lion. the animal. Um, I mean, so, it, like, that's not bad. Like, if you start you start a fight, you piss somebody off on the internet, they say some dumb shit back to you, and all of a sudden, everybody teams up on them and says, hey, you know, and then they get your ass fired because you got them hot. Like, oh, shit. That's yeah. the same And also, that's the same shit. accountability... And cancel culture are not the same thing. Yep. No. If you've done something bad and people want you held accountable for that, that's not cancel culture. That is accountability. Mm-hmm. As performers and as individuals, not just wrestlers, people, fans, business people, whatever, you need to understand the difference between the two. Mm. If yep. you want to stay in the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why my dumbass hasn't been canceled yet because you know I keep all my I keep all my. <laughs> you haven't done anything clean. that requires accountability, man. Yeah. You're you're you're, you're, being, my, you're keep, being good. <laughs> I keep my stupid shit clean, but I say a lot of dumb shit. I ain't been canceled because I didn't say any dumb shit that hurts anybody. Or you, know? you don't say it in public. Yo, yeah. that's it. Well, I just uh. say it to myself. You know what I mean. <laughs> Ross, what about you, Ross? I, well, I, I, I think Karen brings up a very good point that a lot of that ultimately, it is it's going to be as as much as uh, I want to be like, oh, it's up to the re- it's up to the fans to really figure out, and and not just in wrestling, it happens in film, it happens in move, it in comics, it happens in all kinds of stuff. People develop these parasocial relationships where because someone has shared however much they decide to sh- like hell. I share a lot on Twitter. It's still only like an eighth of my life. Uh, like the people, but ultimately people attach themselves to that eighth or that half, or even if you share your whole mm-hmm. life, they attach themselves to that. It's called a parasocial relationship. And I think, especially in the wrestling world, there are a lot of people that take that very far and that can, that can lead to some bad situations. But I also think we're at a point where a lot of wrestling promoters don't understand that the word promote is in their name. And so you've got a lot of wrestlers who have to promote themselves heavily. Like they are mm. the ones that are hustling to keep people coming to these shows, not the promoters, not the people that are, you know, running mm-hmm. it like it not not the promotion itself, the wrestlers. And I think because they have had to kind of carry that promotional weight for so long, it's it's created a push and pull because there are lots of people who I think a good example of this, Effie. Effie is someone who is on social media all the time, constantly sharing. He's on Twitch, the yada, whole yada, ass yada. Brand. Whole ass and brand. He, all of them and he's, but he's still able to, for lack of a better term, protect the, the illusion. Whereas like someone like Jay White, he does an interview once ever in a blue moon. His Twitter is not very personal. He is he he protects his character to put it uh, old school. Mm-hmm. But they they both kind of have the same mystique, and so I I I don't necessarily I, I think it's it's got to be a personal choice. If you feel you're sharing too much, 
pull back. If you feel you're not mm-hmm. sharing enough and you could be hustling more, try hustling more. It's Twitter. Worst comes to worst, you can delete the tweets and just go about your life. You know, like that. That is, I, I <laughs> yeah. I think but screenshots a, are forever, my dude. Well, and that's. I'm not. I'm not sitting here and being like, oh yeah, go tweet out slurs. You can just delete it later. <laughs> no. But what I am saying is, you can try stuff. You can get creative on Twitter without, yeah. uh, without necessarily it sticking. Like if I if I decide to do a bit tomorrow on Twitter, it's not going to, I'm not going to have to keep doing that bit for the rest of my life, or maybe mm-hmm. I will if it's successful, but that, you know, it depends. Um, and so I think, I think it's, it's a, it's a personal, it's a personal thing, but I do think that if, if promotions were a little more invested in promoting themselves, uh, and instead of like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. We're in a, we're in a, in a dream match world in North America where the pro- the promotion isn't a feud, the promotion isn't a story, the promotion is the match, whether it's a super super match whatever. And so I just I think I think once once promoters and promotions start really carrying that weight, I think I think it'll even out and make it easier for wrestlers to kind of protect not just their characters but themselves because it can like like we said with Hanakamura it can get dangerous it can get to the point where you don't feel safe in your own skin or in the case of Sonya Deville don't feel safe in your own house and so like I don't I I I want this to get to a point where social media can be fun for everyone and I don't I mm-hmm. think it I think I don't think it's it's fun right now especially on on wrestling twitter I think I think, it's, I it's, think people got too fucking bold over the past couple of years yeah, well, and we we cannot discount the fact that so many people have been inside for like two years, and what that does to a person's brain. Crack uh, a it, window, man. Exactly. Yeah, touch no. grass. Get some fresh I, air. Is that what touch, the kids say? Touch grass. Touch, touch grass. Some, touch some grass. Hell, go touch a whole. Go kick some rocks. <laughs> exactly. Skip some stones. Get some fresh man, air. Go do, outside till the light, till the streetlights mm. come on, and then go have dinner. Yeah. I'm not. I'm As not telling you to run around and spit in your friends' <laughs> mouths, but get outside. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> but if you're both boosted and you've been, you know, <laughs> if you want to go for it, I'm just saying, get outside. I mean, if See, you know where they've been, then fine. But <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, talk to people. <laughs> Ross, right. you're still on that uh, that Mario uh, in, in vulnerability, right? Like that little. Yeah. So you're still blanking, well, a little bit. So. I, I got like I got like another I got another like week or so of the 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 antibodies. I think. <laughs> I, I think as a wrestler, as a performer, mm-hmm. um, my perspective, and this is only my opinion, I think social media is a great tool. Mm-hmm. Not because the way I see this, because if you're independent now, remember all wrestlers are independent contractors, so. If you're not in a big company and you're wrestling some independent promotion, like I'm piggybacking off what Ross said, like there's no TV, there's no, you don't, nobody's promoting you. You are self-promotion. That's it. You promote yourself on Facebook, not just Twitter. Twitter's Twitter's loud. And that's where you should go to be loud if you want to be heard. But there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's TikTok. But you're constantly promoting your brand because you're an independent contractor. I I think social media is still, uh, I think it's still new. I think, I think it's still new. We're still learning how to behave and we're still, we're trying. I think there's a lot of uh, entertainment sides of, of in, in the business world that's still trying avenues of how to behave, how to act. And uh, like, so you, you can promote, you can start, storylines you know you can uh, like when i watch ufc uh as an example 
how guys get me interested in their fights is when they start talking to each other and starting shit. And, and I, you probably, uh, you've seen that a lot from my playbook and, and it's, to me, it's, it's fun, especially, uh, but it can get, it's fun for the time, but then it can get old, you know, cause, cause there's one avenue of, of, uh, uh, promotion, I guess. So I think if a wrestler, I think you should always, if you're hustling for yourself, you should go. Now, if you're in WWE, it's different because there's such a huge company that they're promoting for you. But, but if you're not on TV and you're in WWE, that, so what are you going to do? That's, and I that's, always, yeah. yeah, that's the key is because like WWE, that they promote who's on TV. Right. AEW, yeah. AEW, bless their hearts. I can't even trust them to spell things right sometimes. And so like there are, it, it, even <laughs> on the bigger companies, it's hard to, it's hard to truly get that like promotion i mean and to be fair new japan does this really well they will retweet pretty much anything anyone is talking about a show right and, i love like, it japanese site I see, and the I english see, I was site. Gonna say, i see the most random ass retweets from them yep. but but it's they keep that conversation because they are promoting their show and they're promoting their wrestlers it's yep. a good thing I knew that they were, you know, catching on when I started talking shit to other people. They were treating me talking shit because they get it. <laughs> but now, but <laughs> you also like, oh shit, the boss saw it. Like the boss was seeing my shit. Like, oh. I don't think that's ever been a problem for me. You know, right, if the boss right. saw my shit. That's what they want. You know, you, right? That's why <laughs> yeah, they hired your ass. Yeah, yeah. But I think you, you know, wrestlers that you, you, there's this line. Um, sometimes uh, I'm a habitual line stepper because I'm always constantly trying to push to see where I can go with this. And I, you know, I get slapped in the, you know, in the hand sometimes. I do get fined, but I'm willing to pay that fine to see how far I can take this. And I think you should, as a wrestler, to constantly push that, that, that line to see, you know, you, remember, I think the biggest thing is you are an independent contractor. You are your own boss and, you know, you're contracted. So these guys, they're going to use you to, to get what they get, out of you and then when they're done they're going to let you go so you always have to build a safety net under you to yep. constantly keep moving that's my tip for wrestlers out there for this year for this 2021 is constantly work on your in your craft but constantly promote yourself now if you want to protect your 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 character that's cool that's cool but i would do that once you get on the ship yeah that's yeah. a huge ship and they got rockets behind your back. Exactly. But if you don't got that, if you don't got that, you better be promoting yourself, man. You better be hustling constantly. And I, no, I feel one like, more, oh, go ahead. No, no, okay, and we'll get because like it does kind of feel like the the social media rules are in in a what's old is new again or what's new is old again kind of way. It's like it was back in the territory days when you would have wrestlers be like, "All right, I'm new in a territory. I have to go get in a bar fight." And you, bet, you better you better win that bar fight because if you lose that bar fight, you're done in that territory. You're screwed. And I feel like Twitter's the same way. If if you're gonna write a check, make sure it, whether you're a fan or whether you're a wrestler, if you're gonna write a check. Make sure you can cash it. I, 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 I don't I don't mute shit, man. I will I will hold the I will stand on that hill. I will die on that hill. When I say some dumb shit on Twitter. <laughs> Good. As, you know? Hey. That's that's all that's important. If you're gonna, if you're gonna what stand they, what your ground, do, stand your what ground. What do they do? Come fight me? I'll, I'll call Tama, and then and then he'll he'll come protect <laughs> no. me, right? 
And then I just talk shit on Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> get my face beat in and Tom is like, hey, <laughs> just Twitter fight, man. I don't real fight, bro. You got to pay yeah. me for that. Shout out to Lenny Banner in the chat who brought, who I think put it the best. Just don't say anything on Twitter. You're not prepared for people to like straight up come to you about in real life. As, as, right. we, as, we, saw with, as we saw with Lindsay Dorado and Izzy's dad. Sometimes, they're seri- sometimes people are serious about this life let's throw it to karen what were you going to bring up i was going to say also if you're in a situation where you're you're self-promoting you don't have the promotion machine of a company a larger company behind you know when to not double down on something yep know (laughs) when to apologize know when to say oh i'm very sorry and know when to draw the line between performing as a character and performing as a person because Mm -hmm. If you're constantly in character, people associate that the character is the person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're always, if you're, I always, this is my, my caveat whenever I go on a podcast, there are no such thing as heel fans. Oh yeah. no. You're, are you sure? Cause I see it in the bio. It says, <laughs> there is no, you're, you just got poor manners. I'll say it. You got poor manners. Whoever raised you. I just want to have a conversation with them because Damn. You wouldn't say that to me if you saw me at the supermarket. So don't come at me on Twitter with this nonsense. No, <laughs> knock it off. It's 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 a good point. There, it's 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 hard to. It, 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 I I've always put it. I I'm just an asshole with a Twitter account. That's oh. that. You can't you can't be a baby face or a heel if you're not in the ring. Uh, it's just how it's how it is. Yeah, no one's um, no no one's paying you to be a dickhead. So why do it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, They'll pay me later. You get paid. That's the difference. You have a job yeah. that pays you to do what you do. Yeah, I was going to say, at least, at least, at least, you sell T-shirts every time you call someone something, you know. But like, yep. when I do it, I just get blocked or some shit. You know? mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I like having the band camp. I can just slip, slide that in there. You'll be like, I'm just promoting, guys. I'm going to do that from now on. I'm just going to put your, I'm going to put your band camp uh, link up on there. Uh, Please do if you if you ever need to to make make your Twitter um um nonsense appear like self promotion just put rossberman.bandcamp.com underneath it I'll like it uh, I, I'll I'll boost the hell out of you but uh if and if you enjoyed this the social media uh uh I don't know what to put the social media survey the social media course that we just just gave wrestlers and wrestling fans alike head on over to the uh, patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. That's where we have the Islander tier. That's where you can sign up, be a part of our happy hours, hang out, shoot the shit with us uh, every weekend. It's always a very good time. Before uh, we wrap up, I do want to give a, a shout out to the friends and family of Marcus Crane, the GCW wrestler the past, uh, this past uh, Monday, I believe. Uh, and and he, John he, Madden, too. Wait, John Madden died? Just now. I mean, not just now. Like, I'm not psychic, but like an hour ago. I think. Okay, so apparently John Madden, hang on. It's, yep. it's trending on Twitter. Yep, yep. Yes. John Madden died. John oh, Madden also. We just learned about that now. Um. So yeah. Shout out to uh the the friends and family of Marcus Crane, Chicago uh, Deathmatch staple, Midwest wrestling, just hell American wrestling staple. And shout out to the friends and family of uh of John Madden. Uh, rough rough week, rough rough week. Um, like I said, Patreon.com backslash Thomas Island for all your Thomas Island needs. Uh, Karen, where can people find you if you want them to find you? Remember, 
don't don't come on my timeline and pretend to be a heel fan. I don't yeah. want that shit. <laughs> That's my one swear for the show. This, this don't is, be, uh, I'm fired up about it. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Please. No, I implore you. In no episode has in no episode has my addendum of if you want them to find you been more important <laughs> than this one. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Hey Karen Sensei. I am also doing Stardom coverage for post wrestling. Tonight I will be doing uh, their Dream Queendom big show. And I've been told I can drop this information January 5th. I am doing the full Wrestle Kingdom review for post. It's my first time. And I was picked as rookie of the year. Hell yeah. So that's it for me. Hell yeah. Congratulations on rookie of the year. Looking forward to, to, All to right. do, I guess, doing wrestling coverage alongside you on January, uh, January 5th. I'll be handling the wrestle zone, uh, results. Uh, go, go visit both sites. Karen does great work. I do pretty good work. Uh, I'm going to put over Karen. Karen's very good. I am also, I'm also pretty decent. You're don't, pretty don't good too. I'm all right. I'm, I'm better at talking. Uh, let's Twitter guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a cinephile right now. Let's throw to, to John. John, where can people find you if you want them to find you? <laughs> Well, they can come down to Orlando. They can come to <laughs> my doorbell. I'm done with this internet arguing shit. We're going to throw down in my front yard right here. Oh, Got the Let me start the, the betting pool first. Lady from the HOA from across the street. She's, uh, she's going to be the referee. It's going to be tight. Oh, you're going uh, to... I can't remember who... There was There was a wrestling journalist that used to just like message people's... Uh, <laughs> he would message people his address and be like, oh. hey, you want to fight about it? <laughs> oh, I ate that bold. You know what? I'll, I'll meet you over at Publix. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. So y'all, you guys can hit me up over at uh, linktree.com slash John Sebastian or at John Sebastian on Twitter. And, uh, you know, on, on January 5th, I'll be, I'll be watching the show, but I don't cover anything for shit except Thomas <laughs> Island. So yeah, he'll be, he'll be on. Whenever I'll be on Earth. Ross's Twitter. Every time he makes a post, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say he, some dumb shit. John's one of my reply guys. Um, yeah, I, I, I put you over a lot, I think. Right? Oh no. You, I, I, I say that fully grateful. Don't do not miss, do not misinterpret <laughs> me. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. John will John will be on the podcast when we talk about Wrestle Kingdom. We're Ooh. we're working on what the date will be because this year's Wrestle Kingdom is on Tuesday, and I don't want to do like um, <laughs> I don't want us I don't want us on Friday releasing an episode where we're like, well, we're in the middle of Wrestle Kingdom, y'all. So we'll probably be doing it. <laughs> Probably doing it Wednesday or Thursday. It's gonna uh, sound really tuned. stupid when we don't know what happened the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's why I'm like, <laughs> well, stay tuned to at Thomas Island. We'll have the uh, the full announcement of when when next week's episode will be. Tama, where can people find you if you want them to find you? I don't want you to find me. All right, go ahead, Russ. All right, I'm at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, Ross Berman IV on Instagram. Like I said, at Thomas Island on Twitter and Instagram for all your podcasting needs. We're on Spotify. We're on Patreon. You know we're on Twitch if you're watching us record this live right now. Thank you to everyone who watched us on Twitch. Thank you to everyone who listens to us on the podcast. And uh, please, y'all, as we head on to this road to, to Tokyo Dome, please have a, a safe and healthy uh, New Year, a safe and healthy Wrestle Kingdom season. Take care of yourselves and have a good week. Happy New Year, y'all. Yeah, happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com 
forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.